This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 173 is going to be from 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. When it comes to helping people be saved, we should know nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1 through 5 read, And I, brethren, when I came to you, did not come to you with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. This is something that all preachers need to remember. Everybody that's going to go out into the world and proclaim the message of the gospel needs to remember this. The message is about Christ. It's not about how fancy we speak or about the wisdom that we put together. But the message, the saving message, Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. The message is about Christ and what he did for us. The only way for us to be saved, according to Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, is through Christ. There's no other name given among men where we must be saved. Everyone that has ever lived needs Christ. That's why Paul said, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Sometimes it's real easy as a preacher to get up there and think that you did something special by declaring the message of Christ and by putting it together. But in reality, it's not about any minister. It's not about the person doing the speaking. It should be about Christ. In Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, Paul would tell the church at Galatia, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yea, not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Paul was crucified with Christ. Yet he lived, but yea, not I, but Christ lived through him. Paul, in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 3, says that he was weak, fearful, and trembling. He was with you as a mere man. Everything that afflicts everybody else afflicted Paul. And his speech and preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom. It wasn't his wisdom. It was the Spirit of God's wisdom. It was God's wisdom. And so when Paul was preaching Christ, he wasn't preaching from his own wisdom, but from God. He told Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, All Scripture has been given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, 
thoroughly equipped unto every good work. Paul was preaching the message of the cross, and it was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And it was profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Not because it was from Paul, but because it was from God. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit. It wasn't his wisdom. It was God's. And Paul said, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. As a proclaimer of the message, as a preacher of the gospel, 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 11 if anyone speaks, let him speak as the oracles of God. If anyone ministers, let him do it as with the ability which God supplies, that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belong the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. The Father would declare, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. That's what we need to hear. And as a minister, as a Christian, as one that is proclaiming the message of the gospel, we need to speak as God's oracle. And God has said, we need Christ. We need everything about him. We need his example. We need his blood. We need who he is. And that's what Paul understood. The world needs Christ. It doesn't need Paul. It doesn't need Corey. It doesn't need any of the rest of us for salvation. It needs Christ. Christ is the only way. In John chapter 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. Those were Jesus' words. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes unto the Father except by me. As members of the Lord's church, as disciples of Christ, we need his authority for everything that we do in our life. And that's why we need to preach Jesus. That's why we need to preach Jesus to the world is because everyone that has ever lived needs his authority for everything. In Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And so when Paul said, I determined not to know anything among you except for Jesus Christ and him crucified, he was trying to get across to the church at Corinth, look, you need Jesus in everything. I'm a man. I'm weak, fearful, and trembling, just like you. But he's not. He's the Christ. He's the Messiah. He's the one that God sent into the world to save it. John chapter 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We need to follow the example of Christ. And the only way that we can do this is if we're preaching Christ and him crucified. In John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17, it says, Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And the supper being ended, the devil having already put into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from the supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water in a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them 
with the towel, which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Jesus, as Lord, as God, John chapter 1 and verse 1, laid aside the garment, the towel that he was had around him, he girded himself with it, and he washed his disciples' feet. And then he told them, For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. We need to be a servant just like Christ was. We need to love one another so much that when things need to be done, we do them for one another. People walked everywhere with sandals back then. Their feet would get really dirty. And Jesus noticed that no one had washed their feet. Now, this was a job for a servant. And so Jesus girded himself with a towel, and he washed his disciples' feet. And then he told them at the end of this, Most surely I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. We need to do just as Jesus did. We need Jesus Christ and him crucified. We need his example. We need to learn how to love one another from him. He is the perfect example. And that's why Paul only preached. He said, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now that contained the entirety of what Jesus would want us to know. That, it, and that was everything, because Paul would tell them in Acts chapter 20 that he was pure of the blood of all men, for he did not shun to declare to them the whole counsel of God. Everything that we need to know. Peter tells his people that we have everything that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by glory and virtue. When Paul preached Jesus Christ and him crucified, he was preaching Everything that Jesus did, everything that Jesus approved of, everything that the apostles would tell us, because he sent them out into the world to be the teachers, to teach the world about him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 1, Paul would say, follow after me as I follow after Christ. And Paul had given his apostles the authority to teach 
and to preach him. And so we need everything about Jesus Christ and him crucified. When it comes to helping people be saved, we should know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. We need to be just like him. We need to follow his example in everything that he did. In John chapter 14, verses 15 through 21, the Bible says, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me, because I live. You will live also. At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. If we love him, we will keep his commandments. There's no other way to love Christ than to follow after what he has told us to do. We need to be his disciples, preaching him, teaching him to the world, and following his example and keeping his commandments. We need to show the world that we love Jesus. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 1-5, through 5, that's what Paul was trying to get across to the Corinthian brethren, that he loves Jesus, Jesus and he wants them to love him as well. And I, brethren, when I come to you, did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God, for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Paul knew nothing except for Jesus Christ and him, and him crucified. In John chapter 15, verses 12 through 17, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I, have, that I heard from my father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit and that you, your fruit should remain. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. If we love Christ, we will keep his commandments. Jesus showed how much he loved us by doing exactly what the Father asked him to do. He showed us his greatest love by going to the cross and dying for us. We are his friends if we do whatever he commands us to do. When it comes to helping people, we should know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. There is nothing more that the world needs. There is nothing less that the world needs. Christ is the only one that can save the world. His example and his sacrifice is the 
only way to be saved. We have to go through Christ in order to be saved. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.